Welcome to the Walk With Me podcast. I'm Pastor Stephen Vaughn from the Vine Church in Chapel Hill, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you are walking with me. What we do each day is we look at about three chapters of Scripture that I'm just organically reading through in my time with the Lord, and we're going to discuss them for around 20 minutes. You're going to get the most out of this if you read these chapters individually, but hopefully together we'll be able to hear the voice of the Lord as we're meeting each day. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out on your word. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out on your word. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out on your word. Today's passage comes from Psalm 144, 145, and 146. We're, we're nearing the end of the book of Psalms. We're actually going to finish this up. Um, on our next time together, I'm going to do the last four chapters together just so we can go into Proverbs on a fresh day and, and start going through our, our time together in Proverbs. But Psalm 144 says, Blessed be the Lord, my rock. This is David. My rock. I'm standing on you, Lord, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. He is my steadfast love and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield. And he in whom I take refuge, who subdues people under me. Interesting, you know, that he prepares me. He trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. You know, could we be so honest to say that we don't really want the Lord to do this? You know, when you think about it, you think about the, this, this uh, praise here. Lord, you're my rock. You're my everything. I'm standing on you. I'd be sinking without you. And you're the God who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. Meaning that you prepare me to be able to go up against the enemy and succeed. You prepare me for that. You know, the reality of it is, is that a lot of times we're just praying and we're just hoping. Don't let anything come against me. Don't let the enemy talk to me today. Don't let there be any uh, opposition in this day whatsoever. But David's heart was different. David said, Lord, you're the God who trains my hands for battle. Okay? You're my fingers. You're training my fingers for the battle. You're my steadfast love, my fortress, my stronghold, and my deliverer, my shield, and he, he in whom I take refuge. You subdue people under me. So I know, that, that it, Lord, that it's you that gives me victory. But it's also you who make me able to be victorious. And it's even better that way. See, God's ways are always better. God's plans are always better. You know, God could just give us whatever he wanted to. And he could just win every battle without our participation if he so chose to. He doesn't need us. But we get to experience a greater degree of glory when we get to participate in the winning of the wars. David knew this firsthand because David fought Goliath. And he, and he was celebrated for winning Goliath. And he gave all the glory to God. But if God wanted to, Goliath 
number one, could have never been born altogether. How about that? If God wanted to, he could have looked forward ahead in his, uh, in his ability to, to see all things and say, you know, I'm not going to make Goliath. He, he, he's going to be a bad one. and he, He's going to be against my people. Or how about even that when all of the men of Israel were shaking in their armor and terrified of this nine foot tall behemoth, he could have said, you know what? I'm just going to knock, I'm just going to knock him out right now dead. But God doesn't work that way. He likes to see his children succeed. And he knows that it's better when we get to participate. I say all that to say, just remember that not only does God win our battles, not only does he fight our battles, but he always gives us a way to participate in it. You know, and and that can look like a lot of different things. But he gives us a way to participate in in it. Not that we would take the glory but that we could get a first hand, uh, that we would have a front row seat at his power. See, when I, if, if David sat back and stood before Goliath and said, Lord, just knock him out right now because this ain't good, you know, and he, watched, and he watched him fall, you know, in that moment, God would have gotten the glory, but it wouldn't have been a front row seat to the glory, if that makes sense. When you actually walk through something that you only made it through because you know that God was training your mind to do it, training your mouth to do it, training your, uh, your hands to do it, uh, training your heart to get through it. When you walk through it, then you got a front row seat to watch the Lord move and what he was moving in. Does that make sense? You know, I just recently was able to experience something um, where I, just similar to this, something I had been praying about, but I didn't want to participate in. You ever pray for something you don't want to participate in? I do, you know. And I and I've ex- I've experienced a lot of those moments in my life where where I've prayed for you know, you know, financial increase or something of that nature or a restoration of a relationship. Let's just stick with that one for a second. You ask for the restoration of a relationship, or you ask for the some sort of a peace in your in your family and then the lord says well you need to go to them and you need to forgive them and you and you need to um tell them that you love them and and ask them you know you know do all this stuff and you have you have orders on it you know you don't like that you'd rather have the lord just done it but it's it's better i'm telling you it's better the lord's way that, that we get to participate in what he's doing and so i just wanted to point that out to you that we can pray and ask God to just do it. Yeah, just do it, Lord. But let's also have an open mind to the fact that he may have already done it and he used me to do it. And Lord, thank you that you're the God who prepares me to get through things. You're the God who uses me in your victory. Uh, And so it's pretty neat. And then he said, oh Lord, what is man that, that you regard him or the son of man that you think of him? Man is like a breath. His days are like a passing shadow. My life is like but nothing. Yet you are the, you have trained my hands. You've made me successful in battle. Uh, you, you've, you've made me, and that, this could go with anything, you've skilled me in my occupation. You, you've, you've empowered me in, in all these ways, but, but what am I that you would even consider me of anything? You know, David just speaks out of his humility here. And later down he goes into say, number nine, I will sing a new song to you, O God. Upon a ten-string harp I will play to you. You know, and it's a powerful thing to, to sing a new song to the Lord. You know, because what, what you do when you sing a new song to the Lord is you just sing right from your heart. 
right? Just write what God's doing. It doesn't have to sound wonderful or anything, but you're just singing right from your heart. You know, say, you know, God, I'm so grateful for you. Because now I can see what you can do. You are amazing. You are faithful. You are awesome always. You're amazing. You are faithful. You are awesome always. And I didn't know that you could be anything other than what I'd seen. You know, I just, just from your heart, just right out of there. And it's so powerful just to sing a new song to the Lord. You know, and I do, I, I love to do that often, you know. And I mean, when you do it in private, it's, it's you know, I've, I've learned to do it in front of people too. I mean, you know, I've, you know at church and things. Um, there's a little bit more pressure, you know, you feel like it's got to sound a little bit better. <laughs> but when, when, when you're, when you're just alone with the Lord and you just start singing to him, you know, you know, God, I can't believe you did it. You did what only you could do. I, you're so amazing. You love me so much. You know, it, it, it's just awesome, you know, for us to take those moments. That was David's heart is just to worship God with, with songs of old and songs that were brand new. And he grows on it and he prays a really neat, uh, prayer here this would be a great one just to pray over your family or or over your friends over over other people's families it says may our sons and their youth be like full grown uh, be like plants full grown and our daughters like corner pillars so may our men be, grow up to be strong fully developed and our daughters to be beautiful like corner pillars cut for the structure of a palace you know may our granaries be full providing all kinds of produce may our sheep bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our fields may our cattle be heavy with young suffering no mishap or failure in bearing may there be no cry of distress in our streets blessed are the people to whom such blessings fall blessed are the people whose god is the lord and so it's just saying god we just ask that you would bless our family bless our children bless our sons and our daughters Lord, bless the, the, the resources that we've, we have access to. Bless our finances. Bless our houses. Bless our homes and fill them with peace. You know? And, and so that's such a genuine prayer. And uh, 145, he says, I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts on the glorious splendor of your majesty. And on your wondrous works, I will meditate. That's, that's again, our, I know we've paused and talked about biblical meditation so many times. But again, this is just, I just, I just ponder deeply upon your wondrous works. The glorious splendor of your majesty, your mighty acts. There's something so powerful about that. that some, of my, some of the most beautiful moments I ever have with the Lord is when I just start to, to just uh, speak and, and think deeply and thank Him for the wondrous things that He's done lately. And... Uh, it just exalts, it exalts him, the Lord. It says, I will extol you, my God and my King. I will bless your name forever and ever. Well, how do you do that? You, you go and you start acknowledging all the amazing things that he's done and, and what he's been doing. And the worst week you're having, the further back you need to go. 
You know, it, we all have these big milestones. That's why they, that's why they took those stones out of the bottom of the Jordan River, the Israelites, and they set them down to be memorial stones in, in the book of Joshua. Because, you know, not every day is just rosy, and not every week do you feel as though you can very plainly see, you know, big, massive, mighty works that God's doing. Now, He is always working and moving. And uh, if, we're, if we're mindful of that, then we'll see it a lot more than we do. But sometimes you go through seasons where, you know, you're having more difficulty being able to see what he's doing and really thank him for it. But you always can look back and find that stone. You know, that, that you know, you can look at, you can think about your wife, your husband, and you go, man, God, look down at that wedding ring on your finger and go, my goodness, Lord, you have blessed me. Think about your children. I've got a, I've got a album an album in my phone you know called blessings it's a lot of pictures of my beautiful wife and of my children it's got some pictures inside of our church and uh sometimes i'll take that that photo album and i'll just start flipping it and i'll just start looking at it because i'm just going thank you jesus you're so good and uh and so we need to do that and like i said sometimes you have to look back at the stones sometimes you know it's harder on, on a random thursday when you're exhausted to just go well Thank you, Lord, that you, you know, you made me, you gave me another day, and, you know, that was a pretty good lunch today, you know. (laughs) You know, sometimes you you have to go, you know, and a lot of times when I do that and I start going back, eventually I make my way forward, and then I do wind up right in the moment and right in the day. And so, uh, and then it says, uh, they shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. And uh, he says, because you open your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. He's near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. And he also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. You know, so just a beautiful psalm about just just meditating upon the Lord's goodness, giving him thanks, blessing him, just just blessing him, saying, Lord, you're so good, you're so awesome. And it says that that he's faithful in all his words, and he's kind. I love that. The Lord is faithful in all his words and kind in all his works. Isn't that awesome? The Lord is faithful in all his words. He'll do everything he says. And he's kind in all his works. Everything he does, he does by kindness. We should aspire to be the same, right? Faithful in what we say. If we say it, we'll do it. Kind always in our speech. Psalm 146. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have being. Put not your trust in princes and a son of man in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. And he goes on to say, The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations, praise the Lord. You know, and it's just saying, don't put your don't put your hope and your trust in people, in things of this life, of this world. Our help comes from God, the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and all that's in them. You know, and, and and so 
It says, the Lord sets the prisoners free. He opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. And so that should just show us that our heart's desire should be to exalt Him, to lift Him up, to make sure that they don't accidentally put our faith in the wrong places or in the wrong people. And just reminding ourselves that he, He's the one and only. He's the one that has, can open up blinded eyes and set prisoners free. And He watches over the sojourners, those that are you know, roaming around those that are not, um, you know, uh, those that are not uh, currently in a season of life that's stable, right? And he upholds the widow, the one who's alone, okay, and the fatherless, the one who's 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 lost their um, their leader. He becomes their leader. He upholds the widow. He becomes their partner he watches over the sojourners he becomes their uh home their place of rest and so it's just it's just beautiful and it just reminds us of that promise that the lord is is near to the brokenhearted right you know when you read those beatitudes in matthew chapter 5 where jesus is speaking on the sermon on the mount you know it just shows us that really the worst things that we walk through the nearer to us that God is you know even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will feel no evil because the Lord is with me you know if anything scripture just reminds me that the darker the days like in the in the valley in the shadow of death I'll fear no evil because the Lord is with me if anything it, it's that the, the darker and the deeper of the valley that I walk through, the nearer the Lord will be to me. The more manifest His presence can be made known to me in those seasons. And so we should rest in that. And it should give us confidence and faith and not fear.